Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 24th, 2015. This is Tech Talk Today, episode 224. My name is Chris. And I'm Angela. Good morning, Andrews. Hello. Yeah, so guess what? Thanksgiving week. I know. Right here in the U.S. of A. So we thought since uh, it would be otherwise no Tech Talk this week, we thought we'd do a Tech Talk on Tuesday. Yep. So now it's Tech Talk Tuesday. It's a Tuesday edition. Let's bring in our mumble room, time-appropriate greetings, mumble room. Hello. Hello. Yo. (laughs) I'm not sure what that was in there. (laughs) So uh, we have a lot of interesting stories to cover. Thankfully, Jeff Bezos has got a rocket he wants to show us, and Dell has a fish, a super fish. That's right. If you remember the Lenovo story where uh, Lenovo got caught tampering with SSL on people's PCs and it was dubbed Superfish, turns out, everybody, dude, Dell does it too. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is sort of an, a shameful story that is an embarrassment to the industry, really. Uh, in a move eerily similar to the Superfish debacle that struck Lenovo in February, Dell is shipping computers that come pre-installed with a digital certificate to make it easy for attackers to cryptographically impersonate Google, Bank of America, and any other HTTPS-protected website. What? Why would they do that? Was that on purpose? Mm-hmm. The wait, they want people to get... Is it, wait, do, no, uh, I'll get there. I'll get there. I know. I know. Right. This is... And this is... They're not the first to get caught doing oh, this. Oh, I know. Well, did you hear about Volkswagen? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. this... Yes. I mean... The, Similar I, thing. Yeah. Well, Sorry. I guess so. Only in misleading the consumers. But uh, this, you know, this is... This particular kind of thing, what it does is it makes vulnerable the very thing you think is the most secure. Your HTTPS sessions to your bank, your Amazon shopping sessions. What they do is they insert a vulnerability in that communications channel. The self-signed, trans- hackers. The self-signed transport layer security credential, which was issued by an entity called uh, calling itself eDelroot, was pre-installed as a root certificate on at least two Dell laptops, an Inspiron 5000 notebook series, and other XPS 15 models. Both are signed with the same privilege, uh, private cryptographic uh, key. The idea here, Ange, is that way Dell claims, and uh, uh, Ars Technica has a whole bunch written up here, uh, the crowdsource discovery, in fact, I should probably cover this part, the crowdsource discovery came over the weekend as Dell customers shared technical details of the eDell root certificate installed on recently published or, uh, purchased computers. Um, a Reddit user showed the credential as it appears in the Microsoft Management Console. And... Uh, so they basically publish the information that that allows people to everybody to get in there, or well, no, just well. Now that people know it's there, it does right. become more of a target. Uh, so uh, mo- many of the most important questions around the discovery remain unanswered. Dell has issued an update, which we're going to get to here in just a second. Uh, there is a lot of different speculation about why Dell would do something like this. Mm-hmm. And Dell claims that they did it so that way they could issue um, analysis of your computer remotely and tell you what your Dell service ID was. You go to the Dell support oh. website. Oh, I get it. So now when we get those calls saying that you're <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's where <laughs> they came from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they, uh, so essentially what the problem, Ange, is they installed something at the core of the OS that, uh, where, where, it, uh, where it tells the OS what to trust and not to trust is essentially what they've done. So that way they could determine who you trust and not trust. So that way you could that way they could make their support services trusted and things like that. But the issue here is is that once attackers learn that is an that is an attack vector, mm-hmm. then they can use that to exploit impersonating any website. Yeah. Because that is the core that's where the core of your computer is learning what to trust and not to trust. So if you can get to that, you can make it trust anything you want. Let's just not trust anyone <laughs> or anything. I mean serious. This yeah. is so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what's more is it was an update too. Uh, says, oh I haven't seen this part. So this story is developing this morning. Um, as we covered it broke uh, this morning literally a few hours ago. Uh, and so it is uh, 
again, really interesting to see the Reddit users uh, dig in on this. Uh, one top comment says, right now, I had a new Dell Inspiron in the office that shipped uh, last Friday, 1121. Hey. And hey. it was birthday <laughs> present. I opened it up and checked it. It didn't have the update until I installed Dell updates, and then it did. Oh, that is naughty. Look at Dell. So this is wow. something they did recently, which is actually in some ways a good thing, which means hopefully this hasn't been going on for a really long time. Hmm. Um, but at what point, at what point do, does the industry clean up its shit? Right. I mean, this is Lenovo and Dell, some of the top PC manufacturers, are shipping computers insecure by design. If I was Microsoft right now, I would be raising hell. They are so undercutting the Windows platform with this kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Mumble Room, your thoughts? System yeah. 76. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, don't buy Windows computers, really. Really? Yeah, no kidding. Just go for Libra M because I'm, I'm really surprised their stock is not going down on this. Oh, it is not? Well, are they private now? Are they, uh, didn't Dell take them private? And, and it, like a banking yeah. group? Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is pretty disgusting, really. Uh, what I find, what I find reprehensible about it is there is no way you implement something like this without understanding the technical issues of it. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So, in other words, like you, you, in order to do something like this, you fundamentally understand how it works. Yeah. So they, they knew exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Creating a wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, dude, you've got a wormhole. <laughs> dude, you've got a backdoor on your Dell. I mean, it just like there's – oh, gosh. All right. Well, so uh, we'll see how this story continues to develop. Something else I just want to get the word out. This doesn't appear to be huge at this moment. But again, uh, this was posted just a few hours ago. Uh, Amazon is telling some users they may, need, they may need to reset their passwords, citing a password leak at Amazon. Awesome. Yeah. In an email, Amazon said it recently discovered that your Amazon password may have been improperly stored on your device or transmitted to Amazon in a way that could potentially expose it to a third party. It doesn't necessarily imply huh. a breach at Amazon. Well, right? that's cool. Yeah. Hey, Hello. Hello there. Hi there. But uh, it says, we have corrected the issue to prevent exposure. So if you're affected, I believe you will get an email. So I don't think you have to worry about it. But I did want to just make you aware. So that way, if it is something that might apply to you, you can check into it. Now, while we're on the topic, I just thought this was kind of amazing because it's a story we continue to follow is these takedown requests on YouTube and content. Yes. It's a big topic here on the Tech Talk Today show. Google's received more than 65 million URL takedown requests. Holy moly. In the last month. In the last month. In the last month, Ange. Uh, Yeah. So the current number of weekly URL copyright removal requests is nearly double what it was this time last year. Look at that. Look at that visualization right there. You know, why why does it start small? Like, it seemed like everything was being taken down at first. Like, that just doesn't look representative. You know what it is? uh, And it's disgusting, and I hate it, and it's why we fight it so much. Is so it started as like the RAA and companies like going at it directly. Mm-hmm. Or hiring like consultants to mm-hmm. go and like find up links. Now there are entire businesses with hundreds of employees, and all they do is go out and collect links, and then they sell. So they'll go, they'll go to Sony and be like, uh, "Hello, Mr. Sony here. Uh, we have three hundred links that we have discovered in the last week, link uh, week that are your copyrighted material, and sometimes they're totally well, they're almost." generally bogus yeah and because it's just some sloppy work they're doing with web spiders and then they'll sell that list 
to Sony, only they don't just sell the list. They sell like the whole end-to-end process. They now engage with Google. They request the takedown as a representative for Sony. Like it's an entire – and then now Sony can retain them on an ongoing basis to do this for them. And there's, there's lots of business out there wow. that do this. So the volume is just crazy high now. We're in the wrong business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah. That is just – that just sounds like a horrible business to be in though. Just wow. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Google takedown requests have grown 75% between 2013 and 2014. 75%. And you know what they really are? Is it's, really, it's, it's a way for really rich companies to use this tool as another competitive advantage. Because mm-hmm. if you look at some of the things they take down, some of the things they take down are some of the very things like on YouTube that have put some of these companies on the map. What we need is somebody to dream, and We need somebody to think big, like your good friend, your buddy Jeff Bezos and his new rocket – it's a historic landing. So there it is, Ange. It really happened. I got a video for you, too. I love this. It's Blue Origin's new, I think it's called the Shepard rocket. And right. it's got a big old feather on the side of it. And <laughs> it just did something no other rocket has ever done in our hairless monkey history. Get ready for a takedown. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? November 23rd, so yesterday. It came back from space. Hold on, Boos. Keep watching. Boos. <laughs> Now, that guy with the blue hard hat, he looks serious. See, that's the capsule on top there. That looks, that looks about check like... Good. That looks, that's Apple how I hook up the RV. Aptvin, check good. LGS, check good. Look at those things. Wow. Isn't that cool looking? Spider legs. T-minus 10 seconds. I really like the Seattle Nine, skyline in the background. Eight, seven. Is this Seattle? Oh, in the... Five, yeah. Five, four. Command engine start. Two, one, ignition. Okay, now watch. The, so it launches. Great music. Approaching max Q. All right, so. Main engine cut out. So they get it up there. And then just falls. Separation. PM confirmed separation. So there's the capsule. Now this part's CG. They don't have cameras up there. Sure. There's nobody in the capsule at this point. This is a demonstration of what it would be like if there was. Huge oh, this windows. is to get people to space. Yeah, yeah. So it goes up there and hangs out for a bit. Main parachute deploy. Main parachute deploy. Capsule lands itself separately. Uh, using parachutes. PMs at twenty thousand feet. Now here comes the big part. This is the historic part. engine restart. Twelve thousand feet. The rocket's just falling from the sky. Starting. The engine starts up. One thousand feet. Now imagine the technology to keep that thing steady as that thing blasts like that. Look at that, and it comes to here. Here come the feet. Fifty feet. Comes to a nice, gentle. Stop. Wow, way more gentle than the parachute yeah. with the uh, people in it. <laughs> and touchdown. Engine stop. That's a GoPro right there. Wow, they knew approximately where it was going to Oh, go. yeah, you have wow. to. You have to. Well, I mean, I know, they, I know, but like to have the GoPro right there, like, I don't know. Wow. GoPros, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's somewhere in this general area. Let's put 15 cameras out there. Wow, look at that, Ange. Wow. Welcome back, New Shepard. 
forest fire. No. <laughs> That's Jeff Bezos right there popping the wine bottle. Mach 3.72, attitude 329,000 feet. We made history today. Oh, yeah, attitude. Now, who wants to go to space? <laughs> so, kind of a big deal. Huh. Uh... As uh, as uh, your uh, your buddy there, uh, Jeff Bezos put it, uh, he was on the uh, he was on with uh, Charlie Rose, Charlie Rose and uh, Gail, who's uh, Oprah's friend, and uh, <laughs> it's true, it's true, uh, Gail and her. And uh, it, here I'll play just a little bit of it because it's actually this is actually a huge deal because if you think about it, it, it before today uh, we would have just thrown away that entire rocket section, which costs about as much as a freaking airplane. So right. that's kind Amazon of intense. Amazon CEO and space entrepreneur Jeff Bezos is celebrating an historic achievement. He says his rocket company, Blue Origin, successfully flew a, miss, a vehicle into space and then made a controlled landing back at the launch site. His new Shepard becomes the world's first fully reusable rocket. Bezos calls that accomplishment a game changer. He joins us now from the launch site in West Texas. Jeff, good morning. Now, for scale, Ange, if you look down there in the corner, you can see people standing underneath the rocket. So that gives you an idea of the size of the wow. thing. Wow. Good morning, guys. How are you? We begin with this. Why is this a game changer? Well, you know, Charlie, uh, <laughs> you've seen a lot of rockets take off in your time, but you've never seen one land. And all the rockets that we've ever flown as a, as a civilization have been expendable. We use them one time and we throw them away. The rocket you're seeing behind me is completely reusable. That's a game changer because it changes the cost structure of space travel completely. And does it- uh, throwing rockets away is like getting in your 747 and you know flying across the country and then throwing the 747 away. You only Hey-o. use it one time. So does that add velocity to when we'll all be traveling in space? Yes. Uh, you know, our uh, long-term vision at Blue Origin is millions of people living and working in space and helping, you know, continue to explore the solar system. So that's really what we're working on, Charlie, and uh, reusability is a total game-changer for that. So where does Blue Origin stand right now, Jeff? Well, we, we just uh, successfully uh, flew this vehicle and returned it uh, to the launch site for the first time. And for the next couple of years, we're going to continue with a very methodical test program. Uh, the good thing about one of the good things about this vehicle is it can fly autonomously. It's kind of a flying robot. It can fly itself up into Yikes. space, bring right. itself back down and land. So we don't have to put pilots at risk during the test program. And then uh, once we're completely confident in the vehicle, we'll start taking people up into space. How much do you estimate it will cost for a ride? We don't know yet. Uh, it's going uh, it, 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 We have to wait another year or so before we're ready to set the price. Uh, for people who are interested in that, they can go to the Blue Origin website and sign up. And w- as soon as we have Give us your information. information, we'll email them. <laughs> uh, are you going to sign up? I'm gonna. I can't wait to go, Charlie. If any of you want to come with me? You're invited. I, guys, you heard that. I can go with him. I, I'm there. I'm with you. All right. So he goes on to also say that Amazon's going to have a great Christmas. Uh, it's going to be their biggest Christmas ever. Uh, so there you go. What do you think? That's the guy that runs Amazon, Angie. Now he's got a rocket. Yeah. Are you impressed? Yeah. Mumble Room, are you impressed? Is this a big deal? Are we now going to get up into space more regularly? Maybe we can go take that holiday up on the International Space Station. When he can get it back on water. 
on a floating barge like SpaceX is trying to do, then maybe. Oh, Even snaps. then, I'll, st- I'll still wait for someone else to have the first accident before going on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> I'll let a few people go before me. Yeah, I I'm, I think it's a good move, and obviously it's going to be it's going to have a lot of commercial yes. um, use cases. And I wonder if it I I you know what my my dream would be? Can somebody please get these things closer to make really good satellite internet, or at least better satellite Jeez. internet of reality? That would be amazing, right? Get some serious satellites up there you can take up and down, lower the lower orbit, reduce that uh, latency maybe in half, maybe maybe not. Okay, any other closing thoughts on this topic from the mumble room? All right. Well, then, if uh, if uh, if you aren't going to go up into space in Bezos's rocket, you could go get lost in space. Netflix is developing a Lost in Space remake. I am extremely excited about this. Really? Do I know anything about Lost in Space? Uh, I've watched it a little bit. It's uh, Lost in Space. Uh, is it a show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They had uh, three seasons, eighty-three episodes. Oh. Yeah, it took place in the future in nineteen ninety-seven. And the Robinsons go up into their uh, flying saucer, and they get lost in space. You've never seen this? No. And you lie. You uh-huh. have to. Come on, let's go get another YouTube takedown, okay? You ready for this? <laughs> yeah. We're going to do it right now here on the show. We're going to do a YouTube you know, takedown. Somebody has a spider that, that detects YouTube takedown, I'm sure. Before uh, before I play this, I just want to say I am doing this for fair use because this we are discussing this topic, this show, and I think it would be good for you to know what I'm referring to. So I believe this is fair use. I play it either way. So here it is. This is the season one. Now, later the show did become color. It was only the first, I think, first season that was black and white. And actually, in my opinion, it was the best season. Uh, it, was a little, it was a little more serious sci-fi. And uh, it was, uh, you know, it was like, jeez, um, um, uh, look, look at the preamble on this damn thing. How about that, huh, Ange? That's pretty nice, huh? That's not even the right one. <laughs> so does this, this doesn't ring a bell? No, it looks really hokey. Well, yeah, it's definitely hokey. Oh. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Is it? No? No? It's scratching at my WTF. <laughs> all right, all right, no, all right. Okay, no, okay. fine. I think it's a... See, it's well, got, I certainly it's got will a not watch tune. this with you. Hey-o! Look, it's a flying dinner plate. Yeah, it does kind of look like a flying dinner plate. So they're uh, going to be remaking it on Netflix. Uh, it has it's going to be modernized, though, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Nothing's quite like totally locked in yet, but I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was uh, is good. I even liked the damn movie. So so I'm sure you came prepared today with a Kickstarter of the week, right, And You came oh, totally... Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, well, guess what? I did. Check it! So uh, I'm here with our Kickstarter of the week. Man, it is a good thing I am on top of things. I know. And I think I finally got one you're going to like. I think, maybe not actually, but I, I you know what? You're gonna like the the gal that does the presentation of nothing else. I think. Okay. All right, Angela. It's got 556 backers. It's going for a goal of 113,000. Oh my goodness! With 15 days left to go, they've only raised 67 thousand dollars. It's pillow talk. Feel the presence of your loved one. Huh? Feel the presence of your loved one. Okay. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, but it also sucks. Modern technology has very much changed the ways we can communicate with people when we're apart from them, but it's still not really good enough. We have to tap little messages onto tiny screens and wait for a reply. Savages! And if we want to video call with someone, we have to schedule a time into our day to do so. Barbaric. My name's Joanna, and I'm in a long-distance relationship. I got tired of technology not helping me feel close to my partner, and so I made Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk connects you with someone you love by enabling you to feel each other's presence. 
It shares the sound and the sensation of your real-time heartbeat to create a unique sense of presence that helps you feel close even when you're thousands of miles apart. Each person has a wristband, the Bear to Bed at Night, and a small speaker to place underneath your pillow. The wristband picks up your real-time heartbeat and sends it to the other person's pillow. Placing your head on your own pillow allows you to hear and feel the real-time heartbeat of your loved one. Around the world, a third of couples are in long-distance relationships. Military parents leave their young children at home and many of us spend time apart from loved ones who are in vulnerable or lonely situations. Pillow Talk is versatile enough to be used by almost anyone. You're paired with your loved one through a smartphone app that runs in the background. You can also see and hear their heartbeat within the app. So if you're not at home or you don't want to use the pillow speaker, you can just use your headphones or your phone speaker. Some of you will know that Pillow Talk has been a real labour of love for me. Labour of love, see? It started as my university project over four years ago and ended up going viral on the internet. When I started receiving hundreds of emails from you guys about how much you love Pillow Talk, I decided to embark upon the journey of turning it into a real product. It's been a long process, and to be completely honest with you, I had absolutely no idea how hard it would be. We've built countless prototypes, iterated the design several times, and spoken to hundreds of couples from all around the world. We've now built a team of engineers and designers who are truly passionate about creating a better user experience to bring Pillow Talk to life. We're proud to finally present to you a product we hope you'll love. So it's called Pillow Talk. We designed nope. Pillow Talk to be soft and comfortable to wear in bed. All right, Daredevilin, what do you think? What do you think? Are you down with this? You buying? You going to back the Pillow Talk? I want this for uh, for any for it's not for any of the reasons she mentions. Is for I can see other business potentials. Like uh, there's more singles than than couples, so instead we can fake heartbeats and no for those singles that one company. I guess that's a, a bigger seller. Yeah, uh, we sure. can also uh, have doctors use these. You know, like you get sure, yeah. the heartbeat okay. of someone. All right, so that makes sense. All right, that okay, all right. I can see anybody else in the mom room thinking they maybe have some uh, some use for this. Anybody? No, no. I, I don't really think so. Because t- to me, it seems like you're adapting your body and your own behavior to match something that can possibly fail. What about Ange from a mom? You know, like maybe Dylan's older. He's he's out somewhere. He's no. traveling. No, no, I don't like this at all. No, I, really? you know, you know what's going to happen? It's going to come out. But she has a cute and, little no, no, accent. Hold on, hold on. And a year from now, we're going to find out that it's been sending somebody else's heartbeat. They just everybody's getting the same heartbeat. Gosh, you guys are not, all a know. bunch of Scrooges. It is Thanksgiving <laughs> well, week, I mean, and this at, is pillow love. Look at look at the first article that we covered today with Dell. Yeah, right, I mean, come okay. on, like but I, can't, no, I can't argue that. The thing is, we are there is something wrong with us that we need. I mean, not not that we need to feel our, close to our loved ones, but you know, white Animals. noise fans. Like we have to have noise to go to sleep. Now, I mean, yeah, this is this is a whole new level of attachment, and I just nope, it's not for me. I can't sleep with something underneath my pillow like that either. Yeah, yeah. I, there is that. That is darn bulky. Yeah. Like, have they not researched any of the um, under pillow speakers? The thing is, the, the thing about it is uh, it just seems like a feature that most smartphones would have eventually. The Apple Watch already has this. kind of. You can send your heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So that there's that, too. All right. So there you go. Uh, we will not be giving it the uh, show me the money. We'll be giving no, it the no, Obama no. No, 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 no. Hey. All right, creepy uncle, you can take it out with the sniper shot. Go ahead, after, take a, take a shot at the name. <laughs> well, pillow talk is just a little uh, suggestive. 
and barely doesn't deliver on what the product is. <laughs> true. It almost sets, true. it does kind of set the expectation. Well, I like I like well, her. Unless I the like, heartbeat increases rapidly. Oh, <laughs> oh. I like that. Uh, really rapid. I like that this is a passion project. I kind of respect that too. So I hope she does get her funding. But yeah, I don't think any of us are going to be funding it. No, and we're all going to have cancer on our wrists. You know. Pa- well, that's true. That's true. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I, I forgot who actually submitted this, but thank you, anyways, whoever did. TechTalkToday.reddit.com. Maybe next week, Angel will be bringing her Kickstarter mm-hmm. of the week. Will. Finally one that she wants. I would like to see you try to convince me of one for once. Wouldn't that be something? Yes. Actually, I think the, la- I think yeah. the, one, the last one you brought was the No Phone. That was a while ago. Or oh, did I bring no, the No Phone? No, you brought I'm pretty oh. sure you brought it. Okay. okay. Think. Right. But no, there was one more recently um, on the faux show. That we yeah, had. well, sure, on the yeah. faux show. Oh, I see. You busted up for the faux show. Yeah, the No hey, Phone was great, Andrews, uh, we have a little holiday cheer to spread here Woo-hoo! on the Tech Talk Today program. Patreon.com slash today. We've got a couple of days left for you to go over there and get a successful... Patreon November payment. If you have a successful payment in the month of November, you'll be entered in the first couple of weeks of December to get some awesome swag. We have swag for each show that, well, each show? Mm -hmm. Every show? Damn, girl. I'm still waiting. Like, a couple are still coming in the mail because I want to be able to show you guys what it is. You are a machine. You are a machine. Yeah, it's really cool. So uh, we're uh, we're hoping to uh, get some more support over on our crowdfunding page. So that way we can keep the Jupiter Broadcasting Network oriented towards our audience at all times as our first priority. And it helps us a little – give us a little runway for planning in 2016. Patreon.com slash today or on the Unfilter one mm-hmm. as well. Yep, or Unfilter. Yes. Yeah, so check it out. And thank you, everybody, for doing that. Patreon.com slash today to support not just this show but all of the shows on the Jupiter Broadcasting Network. So a little bit of programming note. Uh, tomorrow, BSD Now will be live. Unfilter was already recorded on Monday, so that's out for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the Linux Action Show will be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And TechSnap is pre-recorded. Yep. And will be out at its regular day. Yeah. Anything? Any other kind of schedule changes for the holiday we need to let people know about? I think that's it. No. JupiterBroadcasting.com slash calendar. We're getting better and better all the time about keeping that up to date, so you can always go check that out. Yep. All right, Anders. Any other notes before we get out of here? I have a really great Thanksgiving commercial I want to run. It's one of my favorite all time. Nope. Just have a good Thanksgiving for yeah. those in the U.S. Yeah. For those of you who celebrated, have a great one. For those of you who don't enjoy our sales. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Yeah. And if you Black Friday. Yeah. And remember, we do have uh, affiliate links at the bottom of the site for some things, too. Yeah. You always click through those if you want to do a little shopping shopping. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you to the Mumble Room for joining us today. Tech Talk will be back on Friday next week, as as long as everything goes as planned, as far as I know. And I leave you with what I thought was a pretty funny commercial uh, from a few years back. I'll see how long it takes you to figure out who might have been behind this commercial. Here we go with another turkey dinner at the Rodwell's. Say something, Stanley. Something, Stanley. Here's me. Dad, put that down the second. Hey, everybody, it's Jared. Over here's my sister, Sarah. She's half troll. <laughs> here's Uncle Randy. He just drove down for the weekend. For the week. <laughs> What's the matter, Sarah? Don't you like Uncle Randy's claw? <laughs> go ahead. Check it out. It's cool. <laughs> Jared, don't encourage him. <laughs> Sarah, I am your father. (laughs) Join me, Sarah. It is your destiny. useless to resist me.